The Luck Stops Here podcast with Scott Bowser is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. That's right, MyBookie.ag. Use promo code LSH for a 100% deposit bonus on your deposit up to $1,000. And they got casino, they got horses, there's college basketball now. Fuck, you can bet on chip whittling over there. I don't know what the fuck you got. Bet everything over there at MyBookie.ag. Use that promo code for the 100% deposit. We've upgraded it. So you're welcome, everybody. And I I'm, I just sweat out a fucking college basketball game where I, I lost by half a point. It was a brutal beat down the stretch. I hate it when that shit happens. Um, but I got a good guest this week, and he knows all about these kind of bad beats. Uh, <laughs> you're damn right. He's a regular contributor to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and he's got his own show, The Gymnasium and the sports hole, and do you have another one too? I'm on a bunch of stuff, dude. I'm <laughs> on uh, right after we do this one. I'm gonna hop on this one called um, the Degenerates Corner with my buddy See, from Iowa. Degenerates Corner. All right, everybody. XFL Jim. Jim, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. We're this. When people talk about like sports sanctuaries, like sports betting, like havens during the year, this is like you got college basketball, you got football every day of the fucking week. You've yeah, got you got seven NBA, days of football, dude. You got NHL. You've got NFL. It's this is Paris, and, and and there's still PGA on the weekends if you're a real degen. Like, there's PGA on the weekends, and the KBO still going on. Oh, the, oh, that's right. Oh God, yeah, you were one of the OG guys when the pandemic first hit, and Korean baseball was one of the few things you can bet right away. Hopped on that bandwagon. NC Dinos for life. <laughs> oh man, dude, like. It is funny. I do love this time of year with the Maction going. And if you're not familiar with Maction, it's uh, during November each year, the MAC conference, in a very smart move, because we normally probably wouldn't give a shit about it. Oh, um, I do. I, I mean, I, I, okay, I do usually because I... Normal people don't. Normal, yeah. It's a, it's a real D-Gen thing. I've always been a big Akron guy. I've always kind of liked the Zips. Uh, I've always liked Bowling Green. There's been a few teams in there that I've always kind of... Have a vested. I was a big Miami of Ohio guy back in the day when they had Zerbiak and Roethlisberger on their football and basketball team. Uh, us on the gymnasium, me and my buddy, my co-host uh, Chase Sessoms, uh, we have dubbed ourselves. We're really on the directional Michigan train. So I'm a huge Eastern Michigan guy, and we both like hitched our wagons to Western and Central too. Yeah, and I I liked Buffalo a lot when they had Lance Leopold. Yeah, I mean, but that was dude. I liked Buffalo back when they had Cleo Mack. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. But, like, okay, so the Maction is basically they play on Tuesday and Wednesday nights, which is really brilliant because you have Monday night football for the NFL, Thursday night football for NFL and college. There's usually a college game there. You have Friday night college games. You have college all day Saturday. You have NFL all day Sunday. And so for the Mac to come in and be like, we got you covered Tuesday, Wednesday. Don't even worry about it, fam. Like, it's it's pretty cool that the Mac does this. So you do get these matchups like Toledo versus Kent or right now it's Central Michigan versus Kent State's on. I'm watching that. I'm watching that one too. Yeah, so <laughs> I got that on in the corner over here. I did bring out my iPad in case I wanted to get a second one going. But I, I, I think a fun rule of thumb sometimes in the Mac is every week, because you'll have the Tuesday three games, Wednesday three games, take the dog money line and uh, like for like if you're going to do four units, take the dog money line one, two, three units, and then take the other three overs and parlay them. That's what I did yesterday, and it fucking hit. It was so <laughs> nice. Oh. Yeah, because like you really don't know what's going to happen on these Mac weekday night action nights. It's it's a it's an unpredictable thing. And to it, I just wanted to say, like, I know you've been fucking railing about this too, but like, and I haven't been too vocal about it online, but 
I'm going to state my piece about it now is the college football playoff. Is Dude, oh, absolute Christ. crock of shit. And that's what I love about the action. I also love the Sun Belt, a.k.a. the Fun Belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I live in Mountain West country, so the Mountain, Mountain West. Mountain Best. Mountain yeah. Best, baby. Mountain Best. Uh, I will even get down with the AAC, the Conference USA. I'm a, I'm a group of five guy. I, I love these small conferences. And I think we should lead a boycott and only watch small conferences and no no longer watch Power Five schools on TV at all. They have some of the most fun games. Like they do. When you're watching like an SMU, they're fucking super fun. You're watching like when Hawaii plays on the island, it's just a treat. Yeah. Dude, they got the lays on. We're both we're, we're both sporting island vibes. We're both wearing Hawaiian shirts right now as we do this. Uh dude, yeah. No, it dude, also uh like dude, Central Florida, the bounce house. It's oh, one yeah, of the coolest it. atmospheres in all of college football. Like, I want to go so bad. I, I do too, dude, so bad. That seems like a fun because that's, that's in Orlando, right? It's in Orlando, so you could just do the whole like Orlando tourist thing and then go to an awesome college football experience. I'd love to go. Do you to, golf? Like, I I golf. I I haven't golfed outside of my state. Okay, I mean I I've I've only golfed in uh, Vegas and you know where I grew up in California now, so it's like. I would love to go do some Florida golfing, have to slap a gator off a putting green. Like that that seems like some real fun shit. Central Florida you, me, and Colby should all go to a Central Florida game sometime. That would be fun. Ooh, that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, dude. We'd probably get arrested somewhere along the line. One of us would. Um, oh, probably. <laughs> no, um, dude, but like Coastal Carolina, that's another one, dude, because they play like Myrtle Beach, dude. Like Yeah, Coastal Carolina, like App State up in the mountains. Like yeah. oh, geez. Oh, so many great venues. Yeah, it's dude. There's some really like Coastal Carolina has the teal turf. I don't know. I'm I'm really thinking about because this college football playoff is horseshit. It's how terrible. Could, it's, it's how could like terrible. I mean I'm gonna go way down the list on it, but like how could Auburn be ranked higher than Penn State when they have the same record and Penn State beat them? Not to mention, so like the second the second ranking, I wasn't as quite upset as the first one, except for the top ten. But yeah, it's they 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 fucking they they say that losses don't matter as much as wins that's kind of what they did with week with their first playoff rating it's and true because they're saying head-to-head doesn't matter head-to-head, uh, head-to-head doesn't fucking matter but also like but that win doesn't matter then that penn state's win doesn't matter in that scenario the only one that they say that matters is oregon's win over ohio state like michigan now is ahead of michigan state yeah when michigan State just beat them two weeks ago it's like fucking, it's, it's, <laughs> It's uh it's like fucking whose lines it anyway with this shit. The the games don't matter. Yeah, it, they really they really don't at all. And like it's gonna be the four I mean, that's why like at the beginning of the year, it's not the dumbest thing when you if you can get them at like plus three hundred or whatever, just Alabama to win the national championship every year. Cause you know most likely they're gonna have a seat in the, those final four. They're gonna it, be it, they're gonna at least be have a seat at the table down the stretch. As long as Alabama doesn't have two losses, like going into championship weekend. Uh, they're basically guaranteed it. They're again, yeah. And so, like, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. And like, it it blows my mind too how like Cincinnati, like Oklahoma. I mean, Oklahoma. Like, so what's the problem with Oklahoma? They haven't lost yet. And I don't even like Oklahoma. Yeah, I'm maybe biased because I have a ticket on them from to win the <laughs> national championship. But like, I as soon as like the Texas Oklahoma news got announced, I was like, I almost wanted to burn that ticket and say fuck them. I don't even like Oklahoma, but they're getting shafted. They're getting shafted hard. Yeah, I, I'm a usually an Oklahoma hater, but in this case, even I can be like, "Hey, they're getting fucking dicked over hard here. This is bullshit." 
Because, like, what are they? What are they in the ranking? Like sixth? They jumped up to, I think they're right behind Cincinnati at six. I'll look it up real quick. Yeah. So it's like, and they're undefeated. Like, I mean, on in my mind, they should be number two behind Georgia. I would probably put, I'd put Cincinnati number two just because they're okay. a better win in my I'm opinion. I'm okay with that then. I, I mean, but th- I think those. They're st- okay. They're, they're still eight. Dude, they didn't move. That's ridiculous. Michigan and Michigan State, with both with one losses, are ahead of Oklahoma. Now, it sucks that Texas has taken a dirt nap since they beat them because that makes that win doesn't not look as good. But the Big, the Big 12 is not a fucking like, cupcake conference by any means. Like, dude, Kansas State's good. Like, I went to that game, good. too. Like, yeah, you did? I did. Oh, man, I love Manhattan. It's a great fucking town. Like, Kansas State's a good team. TCU is, I mean... Oklahoma will get their chances. Uh, it sucks for them that Baylor lost this last week. They'll get their chances against Baylor and Oklahoma State. The Oklahoma State probably twice, and then uh, they still have to play Iowa State too. Yeah, so I mean, th- I, I like to think of they win those three games and whoever they play, most likely Oklahoma State in the conference championship. They win out. Come on, you can't not have oh, them no. in that top four. If like, they win out, the bullshit thing then is they'll probably jump Cincinnati. Yeah. And Cincinnati will get the fucking shaft for they should probably be two and three right now on a coin flip, I would say. And Cincinnati is about Cincinnati is at number five right now. And uh, the the dark part of my brain's like, that's as high as they're getting. No way are they getting I in the would, top four. I think you're right. I would give Cincinnati at number two over Oklahoma at three because to me, Cincinnati's been better on the eye test. If you want to break that down, like, like they've, well, they've dominated in a lot of wins where Oklahoma's played pretty much everybody pretty close. Like, I think that well, Kansas game really hurts them, even though they came back and won. Like my, my thing, my reasoning for putting Cincinnati too would be, they both have a lot of close losses, especially like Cincinnati, uh, close wins, uh, especially Cincinnati recently, but Cincinnati has the better win. They have Notre Dame yep. and they like dad, Dick Notre Dame. And then they have a common opponent in Tulane who they both like, kind of played around with a little bit but oklahoma like they almost lost that game <laughs> yeah no yeah that's true and that was like right when everybody really started questioning spencer rattler because uh-huh. i feel like that's one of those games where if that game would have just been three minutes longer they lose it yeah it's it, it's uh yeah it's fucking the college football playoff rankings are just bullshit they have two three they have three three lost teams in uh in the top twenty over an undefeated still, yeah that's ridiculous. Who San Diego State? UTSA. Oh UTSA. Meet meet motherfucker. God, it's so it's so stupid. Like yeah, I, do I think UTSA would get s- smoked by Georgia and, or hey, do I think they'd get smoked by one loss to Alabama? Absolutely, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about having to put together the resume that you can build in front I, of you. I've talked with this about people. The the fucking rankings. These are ranking. These are not um these are not power rankings. We're not ranking. It's all based on are these like the best teams, quote unquote, or the most deserving. I think the college rankings should be the most deserving. Yes. We're not talking about like NFL power rankings no. where you're voting for the best team. And even then, I we don't other than Georgia, who the fuck is the best team? Like Alabama's almost lost to LSU last week. Yeah. And and like I mean, and they fucking lost to fucking like a not very good Texas A and M team. Like it's so it's, disgustingly, Texas A and M controls their destiny now. And I had them at plus seven fifty in that game too. So that that's was, nice. That's that, hot. That was fun. That was fun because I have a pretty big ticket on Alabama to win the conference, and that was one of those games on the road. I just looked at and went, you know what? 
sprinkle that money line. You're not going to be upset if that ends up hitting and that, that keeps you out of that other one because it'll more than make up for the other bets. So. so I actually have a really fun ticket that um, I think this was like July, mid-July or late June that I made it that uh, I bet that the national championship game, uh, Oklahoma would win the national championship over Georgia. Oh shit, dude! So, uh, dude, I'm I'm rooting. Uh, that yeah. could, yeah, you can. I mean, now it, it has to be the final of them too, right? It would have to be the final. They like so they th- wouldn't. They'd have so to be like would, one. The seeding would have to work out like one and two or one and three or whatever. Yeah, I would need Oklahoma to get into the either the second or third spot. Yeah, or for Georgia, like drop a game and someone else to be number one. But I don't see that happening anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, maybe Georgia if they lose to Alabama in the conference championship game and like. Oklahoma looks insanely strong down the stretch here, closes out undefeated. There's a case that Georgia could drop the number four if Cincinnati really lays a statement this week against SMU or next week against SMU. I mean, there's a lot of variables still to play. There's a out. lot. There's still a lot up in the air. Like, like Ohio State's ranked number four right now, but they still have to play Michigan and Michigan State. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, I mean, there's a lot going on with all that. I mean. And who knows, like Oregon could drop one to Washington State this week and then everybody's sitting around going, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yep, it's fucking wild. And then don't even discount, like, they don't play a conference championship, but, like, Notre Dame's still sitting in the background with one loss just hanging around. You know, and the college basketball kickoff last night, and me already fucking sweating out and losing one on a bad beat. I'm like, oh, now college basketball's officially back when you start losing really bad half-a-point beats. But it really kind of highlights a lot of irony to me with everybody's talking about how big of a disaster the college football playoff is right now. I mean, like usually the paid talking heads that do toe the company line are even speaking out against it now. Like, every, oh, like every, everybody agrees that this is a crock of shit. It's a crock of shit. And like college football, I'm an XFL guy through and through. Everyone knows this, but college football <laughs> is my favorite fucking sport. Hands down. It, in my opinion, best regular season of any sport. But it has the worst postseason. Yeah, it's so. It, the, it just it's and sucks. that's that's why college basketball, like college football and college basketball, are basically my two favorites. And I give the edges to college basketball right now because at, the 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 highlight, like the contrast here of as the playoffs and absolute the playoff rankings are a huge mess in college football. Basketball is starting where we know we're going to get a clear cut, huge playoff at the end of the year, but we're going to get a team that runs that gauntlet and wins in March. Yeah, it's. The contrasts are really brought to a head once college basketball starts because, like, college basketball starts, college football's like winding down, um, and everyone's just like, "Well, the postseason for college football fucking sucks. The playoff rankings are all crock of shit every week." And then college basketball's like, "Well, guess what? We got March Madness. We have the best postseason. So yeah. go fuck yourselves." Yeah, we get, we'll give you three weeks of fucking pure fucking mat like crazy shit. Like if, if you're into that kind of thing. And, and like and the thing is with college basketball too is like, uh, like you get the better pre early season matchups because you don't have these power schools dodging anybody. They're all willing to play each other early on. So like just last night alone to kick off the season, we had Duke versus Kentucky, Michigan State versus Kansas. Like we get you, UCLA plays Villanova on Friday. Like you get all those sick matchups, and then the beauty of a game like basketball is they play so many games, so you get a lot of like. The smaller schools always get their chance against the bigger schools yeah. too. Yeah, UCLA played Cal State Bakersfield last night. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's, it's it's beautiful. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, and like that's the one where the little guy really has a chance to make. Like when you look at teams like Loyola Chicago, 
Like you would never see Oral Roberts fucking last year. You would never see an FCS school in in an expanded college football play like FCS schools have a legit chance to step on the field with an Alabama or a Georgia. I mean, unless it's a November game where they need to pad their stats at the end of the year. But for the most part, like in a championship setting, you would never get to see these kind of smaller. But in March Madness, it happens all the time. And I think, I mean, and they and they play a couple games a week, which is a lot of fun. So there's, it's happening every day once the season, once it starts. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot going for college basketball. Um, speaking of FCS, I'm not going to let FCS football off the fucking uh, wagon either because uh, this article, I just read it. It came out for a while ago. I saw Colby post it. The CAA conference that uh, JMU is in. Yeah, the Colonial Athletic Association. Yeah, they're not letting JMU play in uh, championships. Because they're moving to a they're different conference. To, they're, they're moving so, up to the FBS, yeah. So the CAA has banned them from participating in conference championships. That's whack. Are they moving to, like, uh, Conference USA? I think JMU is moving to the AAC. Okay, yeah. I knew it was Which one is of basically, those. it's basically going to be the CUSA after UCF yeah. met and all those teams leave. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's such a fucking weird, like, the old conference, like, yeah, like the old conference USA is, uh, I miss the old whack. When Hawaii and like Fresno were in the whack. I mean, the Mountain West is almost that now. Yeah. It's the Mountain West is like the Mountain West and the whack to an extent. Like Utah State, Hawaii, Fresno State, that's always super fun. Uh, I love that. It's just the G5 just has so much parody and it's so fun. And that's why, like, out of the Power Five, like the Pac 12 and Big 12 are some of the most fun conferences to watch. Yeah, because and then they never get a chance really at the table. Like, are they they keep getting shafted because people say, "Well, they just beat up on each other." But it's like, oh, I mean, these teams have like I don't know they they're battle hardened, you know. Like anybody can beat anybody any given week. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's awesome. Like I'm looking forward to Pac. I'm a big, I mean I'm a big UCLA fan. I can't wait for Pac-12 basketball this year because like I think UCLA and Oregon are both so good at the top of the conference. But then you have teams like Arizona State. Uh, Washington State, even SC. I think Stanford's gonna, might be a little better than they were last year. I uh, I did a really dumb college basketball thing. I got really, really drunk this weekend, and I put a hundred dollar ticket on Nebraska to win the Big Ten. <laughs> you know, I what, what what were the odds you got on that? Honestly, 100, I don't. One hundred and fifty to one. Really? Oh man! <laughs> but I I don't hate that, dude. I really don't, because Fred Hoiberg's a good coach. And if a guy is going to do a quick turnaround in a program like that and get get them competing right away, it's year three, baby. Yeah, I mean, I could I could see that, dude. You know, first two years are basically COVID years, and so I don't know. I I I, I, I don't hate that at one fifty to one. I don't know if I'd put a hundred bucks on it. But <laughs> I was very drunk, and this was this was after leaving uh, a strip club. I was in a very like euphoric mood oh yeah so yeah you just gotta get... i just got done smoking weed with the stripper it was awesome all right so, yeah, like, yeah 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 i mean i was like 100 bucks in nebraska fuck it and then i had a sandwich and threw up in an alley it was awesome. i mean it's better than giving her the 100 bucks and not, ha- not having the ticket going for the season oh she got like 200 bucks so okay. <laughs> yeah. she didn't need 300 <laughs> i uh i even i even offered uh i said hey i gave her my phone number i was like hey I'm going to put a ticket uh, on Hawaii to win outright tonight. If they win, I'll hit you up and give you uh, <laughs> <laughs> give you like 200 bucks. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious, dude. Uh, 
Like, like uh, I have a Hawaii ticket on them to go over and wins this year. It's fun because this is the time of year where all my like I did I did a preview shows for every conference and yep, all the divisions, and like uh, it's fun now seeing a lot of these play out where it's like, dude, I was pretty on point on a lot of these, like especially in the NFL ones. Like I, I was off on the Bengals, I'll admit that. Um, but dude, I have Dolphins under eight and a half at plus two twenty. As a Dolphins fan, it hurts. This season hurts. I have the. Uh, um, 49ers under nine and a half at like plus 160. Nice. Like nice. I, I got, I got a couple good ones there. Like that. I'm looking pretty good on right now. My easiest ticket of the year. I was talking about this with a, with one of my friends who's big in the college football. Um, the easiest thing I just like put emptied my bank account on Nevada over. I think their over under was like six. Wow, dude. Yeah. They're good, man. They're good. Yeah, they're number two in their division. I I have a ticket on them to win the mountain West too. Yeah, dude, that's because, like, it, honestly, in the Mountain West, that's a weird road trip, playing, going to Reno. Yeah. Like, it's a really weird fucking road trip. Like, they have a weird stadium. It's like, it, it's like, it's kind of, and it's higher elevation than people realize, too. I'm back, yeah. I, I I didn't realize, yeah, I didn't realize that because I've never been to Reno. I had no idea. Yeah, it's like, it's not too far from Tahoe, which is, like, in the mountains. So, it's, well, it's basically shit. in, like, the Sierra Nevada mountains and, like, like, the lower part of it on the back end. Son of a bitch. Yeah. So, like Vegas is a higher, uh, here in Vegas, it's a higher fucking way, it's way higher, uh, whatchamacallit, altitude than LA. Like, That's way, true. Like, LA is like in a valley, and then Vegas is like, woo. Yeah. Vegas is like, I mean, we're at like 3,300 feet, 3,400 feet. I didn't realize that. Holy shit. I guess like you never think, you think like Utah and Colorado, you never think of Nevada as being. High elevation, but they're right there. Yeah, because it's high desert. It's like yeah. we're like the slope up to the Rocky Mountains. Son of a bitch. If that makes any sense, you know? Like, it does. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah, because by the time it gets to Utah, dude, you know what sucks now that's daylight savings here. It gets dark like here at like four thirty, like four fifteen. Hot take. I actually love that. I love. I love when it gets dark early that's this is my favorite part of daylight savings well, is, uh, this time it kind of kills me because the traffic here and i figured out why the traffic gets so much work because there's so many laborers and like people that go around doing like pool routes and like landscaping and stuff where they would normally go to like 6 six thirty, if you know it wasn't, yep. wasn't they gotta dark. start earlier and so they gotta start earlier now and like you know when it's dark like so they're leaving work the same time i because i got up at 4 30 so we're all leaving at the same time now instead of it's it's all crap Dude, dude, I mean, daylight savings is bullshit. But like this, I want it to stay like this. I read a I read a thing this last week or like this over the weekend saying how it's uh like basically the oil companies and like retail outlets. It's a conspiracy on their behalf because people spend more money on that stuff the earlier it gets dark. I guess it makes sense because you're trying to like just get to the store as soon as possible and get home instead of being like. Yeah. Instead of going home first while it's still light out and getting some stuff done and being like, ah, I don't need to go to the store. Exactly. Everyone's like going on their way from work. Yeah, everyone's like, it's dark early. I'm supposed to be going to bed soon. And it's like. I live at night. I'm I'm a fucking <laughs> bat or you something. I used to be like really like nocturnal, basically. But now I'm in bed by like 10 p.m. basically every night. And I'm crashed I, out by like 10, 30, 11. I do the, the super stupid thing that you probably shouldn't do where. Well, I guess I'm still technically "quote unquote" young. Um, I'm up till like two or three during almost every weeknight, and then I work. I got to leave for work at like six. 
Oh yeah. At, See, at, I, at like sorry, at like six thirty. Oh man, I don't have That's to leave nice. for work until like seven thirty, and I'm like, oh, if I don't get my beautiful eight nine hours of sleep, daddy ain't gonna be good in the morning. I I, I make up for it on the weekends. We're like Friday night is when I uh, I go to bed on Friday night at like seven eight o'clock, and then uh, I wake up because I gotta catch college football and everything. And when yeah. it's not football season, I sleep like a baby. When it's not football season. I'll occasionally pull like an all nighter on a Friday night and then and then like knock out around 8 a.m. and just sleep all day because like that's one thing about cool thing about Vegas is like I can just walk to the gas station by me at 24 hours a day and buy a bottle of whiskey like that's that's always a nice thing you can do here. It never sleeps. No, like that. That's what I loved about living in Los Angeles, dude. You could just like any time of day, you could fucking do whatever. You know what people don't realize here is like, especially tourists on the strip. Like, I pretty much won't hang. Like, unless it's like Sean and Kramer usually, because like we'll have fun. But like for the most part, I won't go meet people on the strip or like at tourist spots anymore. Because it like, dude, a bucket of beer at those spots costs like fifty five, sixty bucks. I just bought like about like five, six beers. And no, nah, no, nah, like it was like four or five beers and a bucket at my local spot. One of my local spots, my tab was 27 bucks. And on top of that, they gave me like six free drink tickets, seven free drink tickets. Dude, that's fucking awesome. Now, I so yeah, I drank, I drank like fucking 18 <laughs> beers that day. <laughs> if you're doing the math, that's it's a marathon. The, it's yeah. a marathon. Well, it was Breeders' Cup, dude. Like, oh, you got it. You, I mean, there's something magical about just sitting there watching horses and just getting fucking just a keep... nice slow drunk. Throughout oh yeah, the day. dude. It's like, especially like I think like Breeders' Cup. Where they were like, I got there in time for the fourth race, so it was like nine races of pure ant. Like, just it kept getting they kept getting bigger and better as the day went along. And I hit a big part, a uh, big exacta early. So it was like, once I got up on their money, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. This is going to be a fun day, dude. Like, dude. And like, even for me, I've been to Vegas three times. The first two, the first time we basically only stayed on the strip. I think we went to Fremont Street once. It, it's still touristy, but I love Fremont. Yeah, Fremont's great. And, um, and the second time, uh, it was just kind of like a couple's thing. So we just stayed on the strip the whole time. And then the last time, I basically only stayed at Fremont. I was, because uh, I... I needed to hit up Circa. I just, it, it, in my blood. Here's the thing is like a lot of people, like even Fremont, even like Fremont's a little bit more bumping, but Fremont and the strip both, everybody so thinks it goes all, yeah, everybody, everybody thinks it pumps all night, but there's that dead zone from like 3 to 7 a.m., you know, yep. like where they have a lot of the bars shut down and it's like only cocktail server wait- waitress if you're at tables and stuff, like, it's harder to just like find a bar to get rage at. So you got to go into the neighborhoods and find like local bars at that those hours, or like do what I do is go to just local casinos because like, dude, like Palisades maybe like fucking five minutes from the strip. It's not far. That's the place OJ got arrested at. So you know it's quality, dude. Because oh yeah, people were stashing OJ's memorabilia here. But like, dude, during football, it's like if there's a football game on. So right now it's twenty every day. Uh, if there's football. It's two. If there was football that night, I think it or that day or whatever, two dollar beers, three dollar wells, dollar hot dogs or two dollar hot dogs, two no dollar hot dogs, two dollar pizza slices, like four dollar chicken wing plates, like dude, that's fucking beautiful. Ah, uh, that's 
That's heaven. And it's only five minutes from the strip, and there's cool local bars to go there around there after and stuff too. And there's also the nice steakhouses and oyster bar and all the stuff you would w- normally want to do. But there's a little bit more affordable. Like, dude, they have five dollar tables. Like, five you can fi- play some five dollar blackjack tables. Those are really hard to find on the strip now. That's like, a, so. I live in a super small town. I live in a town of about three thousand people in the middle of the Midwest. And uh, what me and my buddies do, uh, we just go to the local bar. There's only one bar. We go to that bar and we just play like five dollar hands of blackjack. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude. And we just like rotate dealer. <laughs> and then every once in a while, you'll get a fucking rich farmer who'll be like hundred dollar hands. Let's do it. <laughs> oh man, see that? that see, that's fun, dude. I, like I haven't gotten into the poker rooms here yet, and I kind of I think that's my next degen move. I've now I'm getting into the golf scene, and I realize there's a natural progression from playing gambling on the golf course to going into the clubhouse and continue to gamble on cards. Like there's a very like a pipeline. Poker rooms intimidate me. Yeah, no, but dude, like, see, I I would go to like the Mirage or whatever, but like, dude, some of my local spots, like, uh, like I was just at Santa Fe Station last week. That poker room. It looked like some of the people in it looked like the biggest like Barney doofuses of all time where you're like, oh, dude, this is just like local neighbor dipshits like me, dude. I could totally play at this game, you know? Oh, not like giant poker assholes that are just trying to fucking shark everybody. Yeah. And the key is like, I realize you got to do like the 20, 30, like what Maddie Goldberg does. You got to do like the 20, $30 tournaments. Yep. And you're in it for a while. and It's a little bit more fun. There's a little bit more going on and shit. So yeah, because it's 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 nice to do something like that because then it's not just you're not just in it for the money. You're in it to kind of like the experience too. You're yeah, you're there like, for a while. You're not risking a ton. But there's a just, good a chance. Time. There's a good chance for a nice payout at the end if you get lucky. Mm-hmm. Like I think you just got to make the final seven. The the final table is eight people, but I think if you crack the t- final seven, so you don't want to be the la- the first person out of the last table doesn't get anything really. But then after that, it's like, dude, a lot of those are like 500 bucks if you finish seven, 600 bucks if you finish seven. So, I mean, it's fucking awesome. I mean, you got to put the time. It's, it takes a few hours, but it's like, dude, if you're not doing anything else, that's a great way to just fucking get $20, $30 worth of action, make it, la- make it stretch. That's why I like sports gambling so much. Like, I, I can't play tables out here because it was just my money would go too quick. Like, it just, it's, it's gone right away. Yep. Whereas, like, I can take a few bucks and stretch it out on a game that lasts two, three hours much, much easier. Like, it's, uh, it's just, like, my favorite thing to do in not just Vegas, but almost any sports book is just put money down on a bunch of games that are going on at that moment and then just plop a squat, sit there, have some drinks, order some food, yeah. and it's you're just living. Yeah, see, you you would really like the Suncoast by me because it's a $6 beer bucket situation. Oh. And those are 15 bucks. And you can mix and match. That's beautiful. That's so if like you got three people that want three different things, then it doesn't matter. That's like prices where I'm at, dude. Those are like my local bar. It's uh what is it? It's three dollars for a well drink. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Well, see, most of the local bars here they're free because they're video poker bars. Oh. So as long as you put usually the rule is if you put twenty in the machine and play, your drinks are free all night. That's that's a life hack right there. Yeah, and like so, but here's the real catch. I've learned is like a lot of times, a lot of these local like DJs, they don't drink. They just play, want to play the video poker all day. So these bartenders have extra comps to throw around to everybody. That. So as long as you're cool and you tip well, local bartenders will take care of you big time. Like they'll remember you and they'll take care of you. Like, yeah, like. 
that's that's the cool thing that's another thing that i just love is um when i walk into a spot not not it works for bars but it also works for like food places diners i love being like recognized so i always tip well because I'll, yeah. I'll go into the same place over and over and over again order either the same thing or like a couple different things and i'll tip well and then they'll start to remember you and then i had this diner in la i would go to at like 3 a.m every night after i was done uh, doing deliveries and everything and i would get the same thing i get a pie and a coffee and uh, I eventually got to the point where I could just walk in and they would just have it ready. See, here's a, here's a real Vegas hack. If you got like five, a group of like five, six dudes, you get uh, like everybody when like, if you're going to be in the sports book all day together drinking, like, like let's say March Madness, pick a sports book and everybody's going to post up there all day. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you get everybody like that first time they come around, everybody throws in like 20 bucks to the tip to the cocktail waitress. And then watch how many drinks you guys end up paying for for the entire day, because it's hard, it's hardly anything. And like you, like the strip is not very generous with their sports book comp tickets. Like the station spots, I noticed whether it's Red Rock Casino, Santa Fe Station, Palace Station, like any of those, those are the three I usually go to. They are very loose and like every time I've gone to one of those casinos, it happened to me Saturday watching Breeders Cup. Dude just walks like dudes will just walk over and hand free tickets. Like, cause it's God, like, I'm leaving. Awesome. I don't, I'm not going to use these and they're stamped for that day. Yeah. So it's like, Hey, hey you seem cool. Here you go. Like, <laughs> God, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, so it's like, yeah. Like, so that's like, why would I go to the strip where it's like, usually like, Oh, for every hundred dollar bet, they'll give you like one or two tickets. Like if you're lucky, cause now it's like a lot of the strip, like the Venetian, for example, and like the planet Hollywood, those are William Hill books. So those aren't actually even connected to the casino, so they don't even do drink tickets. Yep, it's uh that yeah, I, that's bullshit. So I mean, it's just flat out bullshit. Yeah, like Circa, like I know a lot of people are on their jock now, but like you know, I've I've had my issues with their stuff, but like, dude, it's everything's overpriced because they're on Fremont and they're trying to charge like premium strip prices. Yeah, the like actually buying a drink there and buying food there sucked, but my first time going. I got a decent amount of tickets from like the the book you the from the the window. I mean that's cool. What I hate is like on their like it's like I have their app. I'm like, dude, like okay, I go to William Hill, dude, plus one eighty on my three team teasers, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, I put I tried to put one in with circa a couple weeks ago. It was plus one twenty five on a three team. Yeah. Like they juice I, everything yeah. so hard, and sometimes I find good value compared to the other spots because I realize well they're getting hit hard on the other end or whatever, you know. And like okay, I'm just feeding the public here on this one. But it's like, dude, like, yeah, I noticed their odds are always a little bit more, like, a lot of minus 115, minus 120 lines. Dude, I mean, fucking, I have to go to Iowa to place any quote-unquote legal sports bets and get, like, paper tickets. And when I went there, they they just legalized sports betting this year when I went to act- the actual sports book. Um, yeah, it was, like, minus 115 all over the bitch. Yeah, dude, like, it's... It's not, oh man, yeah. So it's like some places, I can always tell which places are kind of struggling because it's like, oh, you're juicing everybody way harder than, or it's just a straight up tourist trap, you know, like yeah. one or the other. So it, there's there's not really a lot of like middle ground a lot of the time. Also, um, I went to, what was, we just went to, it was kind of like a necessary, we just had to get some sports bets down. So we tried the Rio. That place sucks. Yeah, it, it used to be cool when it first opened. With their, they had the best buffet, but then other people oh. stepped their game up to it, and so I mean, like 
just staying there was fine. I stayed there one time and it was fine, but I never used their sports book. Their sports books. So. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to the sports. See, like I like the Boyd Casinos. The Orleans is one of the closer ones to the Strip. Um, I go to the Suncoast. That's out by my pad. But like, uh, dude, like they're often like minus one hundred two, minus one hundred four. Ooh, ooh, yeah. I like that. It's dude. Like a lot of times, I can get plus one hundred on those games with them. So oh, I'm taking them one side. So that's fucking beautiful. Yeah. And then speaking of buffets, I think my favorite buffet, this is probably a big touristy thing, but my favorite buffet is the one at the Cosmo. The uh, uh, I have the not, Wicked, Wicked Spoon. Yeah, you know, I, I haven't not been to the Cosmo at all. The, the Wicked Spoon was my favorite buffet I've ever been to, not just in Vegas. I used to see the one at Texas Station was good, but they closed. That was a COVID t- casualty. And that kind of thing. Ah, that sucks. And dude, what sucked about that is they had a dollar crap table during the week. So if you uh, if you had like a early afternoon to kill, you can go over there and shoot dollar craps, which is I played craps for the first time this year. Really? How'd you like it? It was awesome. I mean, I had <laughs> I had to have someone kind of I I had someone show me the ropes and explain it to me while I was at the table. Yeah. And then they like got me into it, and they're just like, okay, here, just try this, make this bet, do this, do this, do this. And I was like, oh, this is the most fun I've had at like a table game in a long yeah. time. The beauty of craps is it's the only bet in an entire only place in an entire casino where you can get correct odds without a house advantage on a bet. That is yeah, that's that's an amazing part of it. And my favorite part was just like it's one of the few games where everyone at the table is like rooting for each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's in on it together. We're all we're gonna Yeah. You'll sit at a blackjack table and you'll get like a couple douchebags who will like get mad at people who don't quite understand or like taking it way too seriously and but at craps everyone's just having a good time yep and the beauty of a craps table too is uh you have like all the moving parts like it's not just the one dealer you got the guy with the stick you got the guys with you know running the chips you got the box man just sitting there watching everything you got you know and then you got the guy behind the pit boss behind it like it's a whole little vibe going on all like it's like an umpire crew (laughs) it's, it's like there's something cool about it well but yeah like so like Obviously, on the house, like on the pass and don't pass, there's a house percentage. But on the odds bets you place behind those and the come numbers, those are 100% the correct odds. So, like four and 10 pay at two to one, uh, five and nine pay at uh, three to two, and then six and eight pay at six to five. Those are the actual mathematical odds. There's no house advantage on those bets. So, I mean, it's not saying you're guaranteed to win, but at least they're not squeezing you on it. So, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. That's why I love like double. I because a lot of places will do double the odds, so I almost always double up on fours and tens, because it's like, oh yeah, I want to hit that quadruple play on it, basically. Like, you know, There's, so. yeah, it's just, you're you're chasing that, and it's just like, oh, it feels so good. Oh, it's great. It feels I, good not to get screwed. I forgot how much I like horse gambling. This uh, doing the Breeders' Cup this last weekend because it's like you got that. It's like I haven't gone to the track. I bet horses all the time just when I'm. At a, at a sports book and I'll see look over mm-hmm. and I'll, sometimes I'll just see a name on the board and be like, oh, I got to go over there and get in on that. Or I see one of my favorite trainers or jockeys is running in something. I'm like, oh yeah, let me go get in on that real quick. But like the Breeders' Cup was the first time. It, it felt like a day at the track because I'm doing, focus on the same track, betting each race throughout the day. A couple of weeks ago, I did do quarter horses and that's always a lot of fun. Just getting hammered at night, like watching drag, ra- drag race horses. Like. It's fucking awesome. And like, Horse betting, there's something just classic about it. It's it's it just feels I don't it feels old school. It feels classic, yeah, dude. 
and my other favorite thing about betting horses is it's like the only thing you can bet that just runs 24 seven. It never stops. You can yeah, always bet horses. There's Russian tracks going in the middle of the night. You, you can get in on like that's, that is true. Um, that's why I think, okay, we're both big football fans and that's what brings me up to my next point. In discussions. I really wanted to dive into this. You are XFL gym and I am big on spring football in general. Mm, same and like we've had our hearts broken the last couple of years with the AAF I was a big San Diego fleet guy and then we had the uh the XFL like two years ago with and I was all over the Houston Roughnecks that was my fucking team they were undefeated only undefeated team in league history <laughs> and like uh I was big on the original incarnation of the XFL and did you know I met Vince McMahon out here in Vegas when the LA team was playing when the vegas outlaws were playing the la express or extreme extreme LA extreme yeah when the extreme and outlaws were playing out here in vegas i was staying at arizona charlie's for work that week and i ended up uh i heard vince mcmahon was in the building i was like oh cool i want to see him when he walks through i'm gonna run to my car and get my cigs and as i was running out into my car to my cigs i'll pass him in the hallway and like got to meet him that's fucking sick that's yeah. awesome so, yeah, so, like, I ever since then, I've always kind of loved the XFL. And then I love the USFL documentary on the ESPN 30 for 30. If you haven't seen that one, it's called Small Potatoes. It's about how Trump sunk the league, and it's really, really interesting. It was made in, like, 2009, so if you think it's all about politics and shit, no, it's not. It's about football and business. It's very, very interesting. Uh, but another, I, one I would, another one I'd recommend, by the way, uh, just quick side note: uh, The AAF has a documentary that came out this year. Oh, Alliance is I, I called uh, it's called Alliance is Broken. I don't know where you can. I think it's on Amazon that you can find it. That was fucked up because like that big tech, like hedge fund billionaire, fucking came in, bought the league or whatever, and then just immediately disbanded it. And like, I talked, I talked with the player once, and it was so wild. Where it went from like it was like a three day period when the league was ending, where it's just like they're giving away like free stuff, like crazy at the start, and then. The, like the last day it was there, they were asking people like, Hey, don't take the food. We kind of need to hold on to this. And at the very last day, people were just like in there, just taking TVs, just like, tr- just like taking stuff, <laughs> taking whatever they wanted just because like the league's folding. I'm just taking what I want. Yeah, a lot of those it. players ended up not getting paid even. Yeah. 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 Like they skipped out on the checks on them and everything. It was a raw deal. Yeah. Like, and that was a fun league too. Cause like, they had a lot of like former NFL coaches like Mike Martz and like yep. you know and like it was interesting. I was all in there's a San Diego team, so I was all in on that. I was like, oh, fuck, fuck yeah, this will be fun. And yeah, it was Mike Martz's team, so that was even more fun. It's like, okay, let's 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 see some fucking old school Eric Coriel offense going off in San Diego. That that seems proper in a spring league, but but see, right. I'm really rooting for the new USFL. I'm rooting for it hard. I'm a little like tepid on it just because it's from the same people that do the spring league and they've had some issues in the past with just like getting their whole TV deals and everything. But now it's under Fox. I'm hopeful. My main hopeful thing is I really hope they do what the XFL did and really fully embrace sports betting. That was something that I think the XFL did really well that they just like, they promoted gambling. They promoted all the lines. They were like big on. I that. think I they bet were, on every single XFL game during that season. I'm pretty sure. I 100% did. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, if not, I got 90, 95% of them. In, like. But like when the spring league was going on this spring and in 2020, like the fall of 2020, uh, you couldn't bet on those games. Oh yeah. That's weak, dude. No one, yeah. Like it's, why would I even want like 
<laughs> like I'm just like, come on, guys, come on. Yeah, what's the point of even watching if I can't be have action? I mean, I was actually saying that to somebody at work yesterday because I was like, because I was wearing a Steelers hat. He's like, oh, I didn't know you're a Steelers fan. I'm like, I'm a fan. Yeah, I mean, they've been my team since I was a kid, but I really don't. I, my fan them relies on how much money I have on games each week or like who I'm betting on it at which time I'm all I really don't give a shit beyond that. It's like, it's hard for me to just root for stuff because like, like just out of pure, like I, I do that with UCLA for basketball and football, but outside of that, with like pro sports, I'm like, hey, I don't really give a shit about these it's, guys. It's it's different with college. I'm like that with the dolphins too. I mean, yeah, I am. I mean, I'm a pretty big Steeler fan. Like I will oh, like, no, like I'll root for the dolphins, but like, if I if the if I'm rooting for the Dolphins and then there's another game on that I have a lot of money on, I'm gonna be way harder rooting for that team than I am. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly, yeah. So yeah, that's kind of and like also then it also like for me I'm loaded in so much FFPC fantasy with like players guys championship league mm-hmm. like, like like players championship leagues. I'm in a twelve hundred fifty dollar best ball with Kramer. <laughs> like, dude, I have like I have like some like twenty six, twenty seven different best ball lineups. So there's so many times where I'm like be watching a game. I was like, well, that kind of fucked me on this, but that was really good for me on like four of those teams. So eh, whatever. Like, yep, it kind of helps the sting. Yeah, oh yeah, it's like on on pretty much every play in the NFL, it, something's working for me somewhere, and something's working against me somewhere. Like there's, yep. there's, there's hopefully I come out somewhere ahead at the end of it all. But no, like, I dude. Here's the thing: is I think uh, spring, like, you either the if XFL comes back, USFL, whatever spring football, because I think they're going to need to end up merging, becoming one like big spring league. Like, well, that was the whole. That was what we like. The entire XFL committee was talking about that during the summer when there wasn't really any news going on because there was the potential talks of the XFL and the CFL, uh, like communicating and potentially like merging together, which would be awesome in my opinion. That'd be really cool. Yeah. But, like, what I would really want to see is, like, a spring league really embrace, like, a new form of fantasy football. Like, new, like new, yeah, there could be DraftKings, there could be the traditional gambling, people could, like, but, like, what if you brought in a new way of playing fantasy to the table that would be, that, like, no one else had thought of, and that makes the fucking spring leagues that much more gripping for people? Because that's one thing the NFL has going for it now. So many people play fantasy yep. that you have like this whole subculture of people that are that will give a shit about a fucking Texans Jaguars game for some yep. odd reason, you know, but they it matters in their leagues enough to the point where they will watch that game. And like, so here's my idea. I've, I've said it on the show before. If you're a tech person, you listen, fucking help make this. Uh, all right. It's fantasy. Hold them. Ooh, what is this? So think of it like DraftKings, kind of, but like everybody, but think of it more like a traditional league where everybody puts in the pot and, you know, there's a winner at the end. Okay. But what we do is instead of having a draft, everyone's dealt two players and then there's five community players dealt face up and we got to build the best five man lineup. I like this. <laughs> I like this a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like. And then, so yeah, then you got you got your best five man hand, and like a lot of other people. I mean, if it's some people's fan could be the five community cards, and in that case, well, they're not winning because somebody has at least one card better than that, you know. Like, oh, I would love if the XFL does this. Right. I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna include this with my weekly uh, DMs to the Rock. 
<laughs> That's right. I forgot he bought the fucking league, dude. Or, or it, but I think, dude, this would be like this form of like fantasy because it combines like 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 poker, obviously, but it's like it combines so many elements of so many like it kind of combines best ball with daily fantasy with your traditional like everybody pitch in and we're gonna play a league together kind of thing. It oh, that's like the best of every world. Yeah, and God, like it's beautiful. And there's like any, any idiot can play it. It really requires no, like you you know because in the like in DraftKings you at least have to fucking manage a budget. Like I mean like it's not not any I mean I guess any idiot can do that too. But it's like it you do have to put a little bit of thought into it. And there's like a little bit of strategy behind it. But in this it's like and I mean you can also have different rounds of bidding in between each new player coming out. So it's I like love this. if you're dealt like Tyreek Hill and Kelsey and like you see Mahomes come out on there, it's like, oh you're like, oh shit, I got like the three of a kind basically. God, this is so good. <laughs> How has nobody thought you're a genius for this? <laughs> I mean, I just I just want to get like a one percent ownership of the if somebody starts this, because I know it's a billion dollar idea. To me, one percent. And I would be fucking happy. A one and a half. You know, I'm like, you know, might as well. Two. Go, go two. for two. Don't I'll go for two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll settle for one. You gotta work your way back. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think I think this could be like the coolest new like like fantasy kind of like format or whatever. I'm like, there's so many different things coming out now geared around this, but it's like I don't know, like and basically you would just do it like all right, I got a draft like you have a draft time or you know, a deal a a deal time. The same way you would have a fantasy draft time where it's like mm-hmm. you do it like either in the night before, you know, you can have Thursday night leagues, fucking Saturday night game. You know, you can have all kinds of different ones. God, that's so good. You can even just put it on auto pick. Fuck. I love this idea so much, man. We got to make this happen somehow. I know. I, I was talking to Kramer about it and he was like, oh, my God, I like this. I'm like, well, you're the smartest. You're the guy that knows most about tech stuff out of anybody I know. Because he's his background was being like a big tech, you know, executive and shit. So yeah. it's like I'm like, dude, you could you're the one person I know that could really make this happen. You know? <laughs> like God, this needs to oh my god, this is such a good idea. I'm still my mind is now blown. <laughs> that, that this it's blown that this is such a good idea. It's it it's also blown that someone hasn't already done this. Yeah, I know, because it's like it seems like pretty like like it's doable. Well, and also, like, you know, poker is still pretty popular after the poker, like, revival. Like, so I, like, and, like, sports gambling and poker players kind of, there's a huge cross-section in that Venn diagram. Mm-hmm. And, and especially in Daily Fantasy. Like, a lot of Daily Fantasy guys are, a lot of poker guys play Daily Fantasy. Well, a lot of poker guys, I remember after, like, the online poker apocalypse, whatever, uh, they moved over to Daily Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, because, like, they, yeah. they understood, like, the quick odds processing and the stuff you need to do for that. So it's like... I don't know. I, I think this could be like the, there could be really something there. Like, dude, that'd be really cool too. Actually, now that I think about it, it's like get like Phil Ivy to be like the spokesman for it or whatever. You could do like a partnership with World Series of Poker too. Yeah, 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 yeah. World Series, of, yeah. World Series of football. Yeah, football hold'em. Fuck, that's so good. And like, dude, I mean, the deals are gonna be totally random too. So it's like, so you would have like, like think about how big the decks would be. So how many more teams you could have? Because there's your, so many players. Do your do your two cards change every week as well? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, you, dude, this is so good. Yeah, it's like it's like DraftKings style. So it's like, yeah. I mean, God, so fun. 
like we could do you could do a small room for that's like one game and you just have a few people for only the players in that game you can have it for like the morning slate the afternoon slate the, there's so the many different ways slate. you can do it yeah i mean don't even get me started if you had college football into it where it's like it becomes like a seven day a week thing at a certain point and you could do it for every you could do it like it could be year round because it wouldn't just be limited to like one league. You yeah, no. So yeah, you could NFL, college ball, spring ball, the whole. And shebang. I guess you could do it, dude. Like season long format too. So you could do it. You daily. Have it both ways. You could have it both ways. Yeah. And so it's like, you could have the big like twenty five team season long fucking bonanzas like tournament style where everybody's playing for like a big jackpot at the end. God, that's so good. Yeah, I mean, if, if this is gonna be my contribution to the world, then it's like, dude, like that's a no, that's Nobel Prize worthy, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you because I tried to explain it to Boston Capper, and he was like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about." Well, dude, you've played co- fucking Holder before, you've played fucking Daily Fantasy. How do you not see how these two can combine? <laughs> like, it's yeah, it's it's so beautiful. It's it's like the perfect merger. Yeah. <laughs> It's like uh, when, you know, I'm trying to, like, uh, I, I can't, I'm trying to think of one of those big, like, uh, like, arranged marriages that, like. It's like, it's like peanut butter and jelly. It is like, yeah, I would say, yeah. It's like uh, lasagna and garlic bread. It's like chili and cinnamon rolls. <laughs> you know, some cinnamon, some chili does have cinnamon, and that's kind of, I've always thought that that chili's kind of weird. Oh, I mean that—that that is weird. But like chili and cinnamon rolls, mwah. really? Okay, I got it. I guess I got it. It's a—it's a, it's a Nebraska thing. Okay, I—I got a. I can see how that works. Like, I mean, what kind of chili? Like a. It—it depends. So we have like a local fast food chain uh, that's like a statewide franchise called Runza. Uh, whatever their chili is, they—it's okay. Whatever, okay. whatever they do, uh, just have that with cinnamon rolls, and it's fucking great. All right, all right. If I ever go out to Nebraska, if I got to get in on that, uh, but yeah, I hope. I hope. Uh, so, if you're listening, if you can help make uh, my whole, football hold them, because that's the thing too. Is if you prove that it's like it can be amazing in spring football, then like you can really do a huge rollout with all the upgrades for NFL. So you do like the beta testing on spring football. That'd be great. Like that's that that's another thing that I love about spring football in general is the the beta testing element too like the different rules they always try to experiment with yeah like, like cuz some of that kickoff stuff in the XFL I thought was pretty cool I loved it I loved it cuz it me I I know some people don't like the like they lo- I and I'm one of them I love the whole like kickoffs being a physical thing but in the game that we have now in like college football and mainly in the NFL there's so many touchbacks like they're basically yeah. just like phasing it out of the game this is making it an integral part of the game again where you're getting like these return possibilities, you're getting like people are returning a kick every kickoff. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be a return each time. Yep. Like that. No, makes it wait ten times more fun, dude. All right, I know you got to get going here to go do uh, your other show, uh, Jim. Thank you so much for joining me. This is great, dude. I got to have you back again soon. Oh, dude, um, just whenever, just hit me up anytime. I am more than happy. Please plug uh, your socials and uh, your associated uh, projects that you want to get out. Oh, y'all know where to find me. I'm at XFL Jim on Twitter. I'm on Twitter way too fucking much. XFL Jim on YouTube. I uh, I just posted um, 
me and Chase doing a spa, our own little spa day in Vegas. And I post like, it's just random shit. I have like Bud Light Seltzer reviews. I got food videos. I got Rampage. I got it all. And I'm making gambling picks every, I'm going to say every day. It's not really every day, but it's basically every day over on Better Than Vegas. Four or five Um, days a week at least. Yeah. At least. And it's like Better Than Vegas. I'm there all the time. I'm on a college football show with them every Saturday. I'm on the NFL fantasy show every Sunday. Uh, just hit me up twitter tiktok facebook i'm everywhere beautiful um yeah dude next time you're in vegas you got to hit me up and dude you should come out for march madness dude it's gonna be we're gonna do a weekend 2022 i'm planning i want to be out there for march madness so bad i was there for opening weekend uh of nfl action this year and i want to go out for march madness so dude, you should have met up with me and sean and everybody it was it was for like a, it was for better than vegas i was out there for a company thing ah okay okay I tried. I tried like messaging, but it, everyone was just. So I went to messaging. some new apps party, and I guess it's like a new app that's kind of competing with what Sean and Ryan are doing. So, like the whole point was me and Colby to drink as much of their beer and eat as much of their food as possible while we were there because it was like I don't. That's what you do. That's <laughs> what you're supposed to do to competitors at these industry functions. But yeah, dude. No, next time, dude. Because uh, me and Kramer are going to be doing FFPC drafts like for like two days straight out there next year. So for, that's for awesome. week one. So yeah, it's. Dude, it was my first time doing like that, the $1,250 fan, like best ball draft. Dude, that was like being in the world. That's what gave me the idea for this, by the way. Because it reminded me of the World Series being, it was like the, the World Series of Poker for fantasy football. Like, it was like these high stakes leagues and high stakes drafts going off, and everybody's sitting at the table live at each other. I was like, wait, what if you combine this with DraftKings? Like, there's something to this. Like, that's fucking genius. Yeah, I guess I, yeah, I, yeah, I guess I could be the Bugsy Siegel of uh, combining cards and uh, I'm, fantasy. I'm just fucking trying to get any any sports book uh, online, in person, whatever. I'm just trying to get any sports book to give me lines on uh, Japanese football. That's, oh, that's, my, that's my mission right now. <laughs> I, I, dude, I think you can find it, dude. Because, like, I mean, I've had guys that have offered me French rugby and I've bet high school games. That oh, I've been, bet high school games. Yeah. If I, could, I just need to find, like, a local guy that will offer me something on the x league i just need to find someone who watches enough x league that's what you need to do is you need to find like a local credit shop that you're willing to give like x amount of business to every week and then be like but i'll give you that much business every week i'll I'll bet that much with you every week but you got to offer this on the side too (laughs) there is okay there is someone I'll, i'll i'll see there's a guy here I know that uh, does the high school stuff in. They'll like do Nebraska high school. And you know what I think, so. dude? I'll talk to you. I'll, I'll, I'll message you this later. But like, I actually think I know a, a book in Nebraska that might take this kind of stuff. So like, fucking beautiful. Because I mean, yeah, I, I'm I'm in Vegas. I know people all over the fucking place. But yeah, right, you do. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for listening, and make sure you follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Luxops Pod. Um, and you know, smash that my bookie promo code link on our Twitter page. Use the promo code LSH. Get in on the hundred percent deposit. That helps the show a lot. And if you can't do all that, or you you, you don't want to commit to this DGen lifestyle, I understand it's not for everybody. Sometimes you just want to look at the car train wreck as, as you drive by. You don't want to actually be in the full on blunt force trauma. But you can give us a five star review over on iTunes and leave a nice little review. That always helps. And uh, Jim, thank you. This was a great time, man. Definitely got to have you back for bowl breakdowns, dude. We'll get into some fucking mean group oh, of five bowl yes. matchups, dude. We'll do some some special stuff for that. But uh, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. God bless you, and keep gambling.